0: Hello, welcome back to Weekly Movie Bros. I was gonna say brothers. sounded weird. I changed it to Bros. I am Jacob from Jacob is here, and I have failed you. I have failed this city.
1: You watch way too much (laughs) hair.
0: It's Ray. No, I feel like I should adjust the elephant in the room. And so the elephant will be addressed. Yes, I have not posted the past two podcasts. I know, I know, sacrilegious. I was sick. I left town. I got sick again. And now we're here. So, but like, this sickness is more like a cold type of thing. And so I'm doing work while I'm sick. So, like, this will go up, you know, when Zachary texts oh, me 12 minutes. Good. Just keep texting me. Eventually I'll do it. But that being said, we have a lot of controversial things to talk about today. And I'm just Thank so
1: excited much. What? Understatement.
0: <laughs> and I'm just like super duper excited to get into it. And personally, the ones that have the most, um, let's see here, girth to their story, the thickness, the really, really round mm-hmm. thickness. Just want to make sure the audience are watching gets a clear picture. Uh, I want to say those towards the end because, like, they're girthy, you know? And we don't have many of those to go around. So the story that you might see on the top about a little TV show called Batwoman, Woman, we're actually gonna say it towards the end because, like, I'm not really ready to jump into that. So instead, we're gonna go to our second story of the day. Our second story comes in for a story that was a Power Pass Log podcast that I didn't upload, and so I wanted to very quickly touch on it here because we mm. had an interesting discussion about it. And that, of course, is is a dire cut happening? Yes. The question of no one knows. Well, because of the haircut and everything, everything really is up in the air. We're going to have to hope and pray. There is a rumor, however, in the next few weeks or so, we should be getting a very, 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 very tiny teaser from um, uh, Zack Snyder himself doing a complete full announcement of, you know, the Snyder Cut. But the real question here isn't, is the Snyder Cut coming? What they're adding to the Snyder Cut is, is should they release the Snyder Cut? Now, I bring this up. Because I'm a big supporter of the Snyder Cut. I have been for many years now. I think Justice League is a piece of shit movie. It's on my top 10 worst movies of all time. I think it's on a lot of people's top 10 worst movies of all time. Personally. I wouldn't go that far. It's unwatchable. And we'll demonstrate that when we have to watch it. And I'm cringing the whole way through it, wishing it would be over. Okay. Personal opinions. Yes. But... With the snare Cut, it brings up a a few extra stories, one would say. The air cut. We've all been asking for it. We all kind of want it. Kind of want it. And also, the original script, first script, did bring everything together. Like, Mm -hmm. made everything come together perfectly. Then, supposedly, the studio came in and said, Now do this instead. Are we feeling that every movie going forward should have a cut based on the director?
1: No, um, so since the last podcast, even though they get uploaded, you know my thoughts when it comes to both versions are this: Snyder deserves his cut to be put out after all the shit he went through. Whether you know, I agree with this whole director's cut nonsense or what. Whether you know, they should just put the version of, that, of the film they wanted out. This is my big thing with BBS uh, back in 2015. We waited almost a year to get to the ultimate cut back in 2016 for Batman v Superman. And my, my, my opinion with that is this release the version you wanted in theaters to begin with, not the watered down one that we got. Now, when it comes to justice, okay. League, okay. When it comes to justice league, there were more circumstances at play than BBS. So I understand that. And so therefore I believe Snyder deserves his shot at showing what his film could have been. Now on the other half of this coin, the air cut, he has had a director's cut come out already for this movie. It didn't add much to the film. Everybody, the only reason they're talking about the air cut is because of Jerry Lillis Joker. And Birds of Prey very much kicked his Joker out. He is gone. Yeah, but it's no Joker,
0: so it's not gone.
1: He, in, a, in a sense of right now, he's out of the picture. He True, is but not don't you want to know night. how we got there? Not Really? I I understand. I I think they should call this the Leto cut, not the Air cut, because I feel like Leto is talking more about this than Air is. Air wants to get out his more grittier R-rated version, because when Suicide Squad was coming out, it was right after Guardians of the Galaxy happened, and DC wanted their Guardians of the Galaxy version of that film, and that's why it was so comedic. I know his version was more darker, but... I don't also, want to see a new version of this film just because they add more Joker scenes. I don't feel like that's enough to adequate a director's cut of that movie. I don't we, think. Personally.
0: I think a lot of people disagree with you, that's but that's fine. fine as well. Um, because I do honestly think that's probably what it's going to be. It's probably going to be the same exact movie with a little bit more explanation yeah. on more scenes that were cut from the movie because of whatever reason they were cut for whatever it was. I personally, I don't. Here's the thing. I think if they want to release the air cut, a lot of people are now saying that the air cut should come out before the Snyder cut. That's the biggest new thing. And I personally hear we have been fighting Zachary not, but most of us have been fighting for the Snyder cut for a long time, tweeting about it, asking for it for four years. We've been asking the air cut just came like yeah, like, Oh, the Snyder cut's a thing. Well, let's ask for the air cut. And like, I really don't want to undermine Zack Snyder because of everything that happened on the set of this movie and yeah. the circumstances surrounding this movie and things, I think it's it's really, really bad. And so if they are going to release an cut, I think it should be like two or three years away from the Snyder Cut. Don't yeah. make it a thing. Don't make it a package deal. Like, make them separate Make it have time in between because, I mean, yes, people are right. Technically, if the movie, the cut or whatever is supposed to be the version that... It's tease that uh um David Air has teas? Yes, we should probably see it before Justice League Sirely, you know, Snyder because of the things that were supposed to be in that first draft. not yeah. saying that they kept them, who knows? It might not even be kept. And the version of the movie that we're going to see is a version of the movie that's already been filmed. There's no nothing, they're not adding anything new, it's just things that we're all in the cutting room
1: for. They're, 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 they're stitching back together what Air made. And the other big thing I want to bring this up, and I know I keep bringing them up, but it's the truth. Jared Little keeps talking about how much his performance got shattered within this disruption of the film. You and I talked about this when we talked about Eric a couple of days ago. We could watch this and go, "You're completely right, Jared. Man, they really screwed up your performance." Or we can go, "Wow, man, they really just cleared out the board because of how bad you were doing in the role." But we know so, I say the same well, thing about Snyder Cut. Yeah, well, no, I, and I agree with that. I agree with that as well but that's an entire film. We're basing off this air cut off one thing. If the rest of the movie is now around his Joker and his Joker doesn't work, it still fundamentally does not work as a film. Look at Enchantress. She was the overlaying aspect of that film. And she absolutely. Supposedly
0: supposedly the reasons why she did not work were part of the reasons what got cut out.
1: I'm just, you you know what I'm saying? They're like, if his I, joke understand. Was, I completely understand what you about movie, and it sucks, it doesn't change the fact the movie is still not that good.
0: And also, it brings up the fact that Kathy Yang is now infamously said on Twitter that she has her own version of Birds of Prey. I, personally, don't want to see that. I, nope. and a lot of other people, I don't think Birds of Prey, it's not going to be my top ten, maybe ten, you know, if it is in my top ten movies of the year. Because who knows how many movies we're actually getting this year. I might only be able to judge the first twelve that I saw, you know? (laughs) Like (laughs) circumstances. But if that's the case, then yeah, it's probably gonna be pretty high up on the list just because there isn't anything else to like say, oh, this is better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But either way, I enjoy the movie. I've seen it many times since we've owned it and things, and I've enjoyed it at home. I actually think it's a much better movie on rewatch. First time, it's shocking. It's like, this was not what I expected. This is not exactly what I wanted. But after you watch it a few times, you start to kind of just kind of understand, okay, this is what we have. This is what we got. And I don't think it needs to be plus. I don't want to see what I, what things were left on the cutting room for.
1: ask you, it was a flop. Yeah. Well, that we can say the same thing about Justice League. Justice League was a flop. It was supposed to make a billion dollars. The only
0: difference and... between that flop and this flop is that we can officially say Whedon's version is probably the reason why it flopped,
1: Yeah. Not because, well, movie,
0: because it was Whedon's version. This the only reason why it flopped. I'm sorry, my birds of Pride poster is just like sitting right right there. Um, the whole reason why it flopped was because people didn't connect with the story. They did not like the characters. Margot Robbie maybe is not as big of a selling
1: point as we once thought she was. And that's why I to, And that's why I want to ask you. Will we find out that in the lane cut of Birds of Prey they had Poison Ivy and Catwoman in it? Would that make it. Movie? No, no, not even with that?
0: I want a Gotham City Sirens movie. That's right, I personally think that's where they should be introduced, um, and things because if we're going down what say Snyder, cut does amazing and they're mm-hmm. not ready to reboot this because it was missed opportunity. Like Warner Brothers is like, oh shit, we like really fucked up. This could have been a huge thing, like Marvel, you know, that we could have continued on with this. Well, then, you know, I want the pos- I don't want like Poison me I know Bat- I know Catwoman's technically showing up in the Batman movie, but if that's true, then those movies will be what they say, world stories. Yes. Where that's not actually the Batwoman that will be a part of the main story going Batwoman? throughout the film. I'm not Batwoman, sorry, Catwoman, sorry. I have a lot of things on my mind right now, um, you know what I mean. And so I would rather have a Gotham and say sirens introducing all that's these. Characters.
1: I think I think that's like more crazier part talking about any of this is that if if Zack Snyder's Justice League goes over well, then what you said is going to be completely true. Pattinson's Batman stuff, I guarantee you, will just go straight to what Joker was last year, which is just going to be Elseworld stuff. Which I'm fine with. I'm all for this, you know, other now, stuff we've got.
0: Now, what does that
1: mean for the future of the DCU if that's the case? Like, well, they don't but, have a back still. They no, don't have a... So, honestly,
0: we did we talk about Harry Cavill coming back as Superman?
1: It's yeah, we like talked about the Shazam cameo, which is fucking hilarious. Everybody's oh. not seen the Shazam cameo. Go see the Shazam cameo. It's really funny.
0: So, like, Harry Cavill is officially coming back as Superman. It's cameos right now, but we're seeing... We're basically letting him build up into a bigger... You know, character for Man of Steel Part Two, hopefully laying the groundwork in these movies that he's placing for Man of Steel, like two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that being said, and Snyder Cut does really well. And people are like, oh, we're really rough on like Ben Affleck and wherever he's at mentally. I mean, it's all about mental for Ben Affleck alone. Maybe he'll be willing to come back and actually do that Batman film and continue on the legacy that he was trying to build. He was at least trying I to really imagine. It.
1: If that happened, the redemption story would be nuts. There could be yeah, a documentary right. about his about about his time as Batman before any of this happened, and that's crazy to think about. But also, how's it how's it be, make people feel about Pattinson again? Like is Batman, Batman to the just side? Like Joker, and go
0: just like Joker, you know, Joker went over really really well. It's a billion dollar movie, guys. That's so crazy to say, but it was a billion dollar movie. I don't really necessarily think Batman's going to be a billion dollar movie. Has potential, but I think it could. You know, my more my bigger question here is because we're going to talk about when we talk about Batman. Batman's showing up in a lot of places. It's not like it used to be where it was just like here. You know, he is everywhere. And would they greenlit the sequels? Supposedly, this is supposed to be a trilogy would they do the rest of the movies if they're not
1: continuing on with the story? So my, my, my thing about that now, cause I, I, I've really thought about Batman since CW did the hush stuff with Batman. And I'm like, wow, they're really, they're really opening this now to anything. Like we just thought because Gotham to me was like, we saw him in a suit and that was it. That's TV Batman done. The fact that we're getting a TV version of Batman in full means anything's on the table now. And so Matt Reeves' trilogy is a planned trilogy. I think this is always done on movie, on studios' parts of planning out a number of films, even though your first one's come out. Power Rangers is a clear example of never doing that. Well, um,
0: I'll also greenlit the sequel before the first one comes out to make sure, oh, people, there's another one coming. We should go out and we should watch this one to get prepared for that next one.
1: Don't greenlit seven. You greenly greenlight green one. Oh, yeah, there's I a know. difference. And so let's say. Let us let, say for sake of sake, justly comes out, does really well, everybody loves Ben again, decides to come back. Pattinson's Batman comes out and it tanks. Like it doesn't do good because everybody's I'm just like more, more Affleck, more Affleck. Then Pattinson went through all of this shit for his film to come out, not do good. It'll be it'll be like he was just a blimp on the screen. And I honestly think before Affleck gets a shot again, because he left, he left the role. And Pattinson got it. I feel like Pattinson deserves a shot. Let his film stand without Affleck being involved. If Pat, if if Pattinson doesn't do well, that's when you announce the Affleck film coming out.
0: Also, what happened? Because this is setback. We have no idea. Like, and I don't think they ever actually put a date on like Man of Steel. Do we have a year for that? Like, not the year it came out, but the year that the actual story is set
1: in. What Man of Steel? Like, man, like starting off this whole uh, uh, order. It, it, it starts the year the movie came out in 2013. Are you positive? Like, yes. if I Google
0: that right now, that's exactly what it's going to say.
1: Yes, it, yes, that happens in 2013 because it's oh. and then uh, four I hours I after know. Man of Steel is, is Batman v Superman, so it will be in 2016.
0: Where's
1: No, hang on, hang on. It happened in 2013, two years after the battle was was BVS. So it'd be 2015 be technically the year of BVS. Actually,
0: the better thing to go off of here is Wonder Woman 19. Wonder Woman. Because Wonder Woman was set back in the past and we see her again. That – hold on. I brought up a whole timeline. Because what I'm trying to say here, the, the point of this, is, is there any way to connect Ben Affleck's Batman <sighs> and – robert pattinson's batman to try not to undercut it i understand they don't look a lot of like they don't robert pattinson definitely can never get as big as Ben affleck could or try. controversial but true um and so would you i personally personally would rather just have an Elseworlds story i don't want a joker sequel if this is what's going to happen i would much prefer in that case, see the air cut. See what Jerry Lowe did, and continue on with that.
1: Now, see that's why I'd be different about the whole air cut situation. If Affleck wants to come back, then I want to see the air cut because I want to see what I want to see what Jared Little could have done with his Joker, and if his Joker is good, then I want to see these Batman and Joker clash because obviously there's a deep connection between the two of them as a Robin. So right there is my reasoning for air cut. However, let's say let's let us say let us let us say that League still does well, but Affleck still doesn't want to come back. And I still see no reason for the air cut to happen because it's only mainly for Joker reasons. And we're never going to use that Joker again, even if this does well, I don't think so. And so it really all depends on whether or not Ben wants to come back. With, about, about how all this goes. Yes, I still don't think Batman's going to do very well. Honestly, after all the comments that Pattinson has been making over the past couple of weeks, he's not helping himself at all with the fans and with how far they are behind on shooting. I I don't think it's going to hit the 2021 mark anymore. I think we might get it in 2022 now. I don't think it's going to hit 2021. I think Suicide Squad will be the only DC film we get next year. I don't think Batman's going to hit it. Cuz cuz Suicide Squad's done.
0: It is done and they are currently in the middle of um
1: post production,
0: post production.
1: So, um. I don't think Batman's going to make the 2021 deadline, which sucks. We have to wait. We have wait. We have to wait longer. But that also gives twenty twenty one the time for Justice League to see if Ben does well, and you know maybe unfortunately they push Pattinson's Batman movie onto HBO Max and see how it does there and let Ben have the big screen. Now, well,
0: actually, to be honest with you, in the long run, might not be a might be something that happens, just because it's not that it, they're not spending a lot of money on this.
1: No, it's not. It's not like they're going to lose a ton of money if they put. Batman on HBO max.
0: I don't believe they'll put it on HBO max. So I do believe that it could go maybe to premium on video on a man. But then again, it's being so controversial to do that, that it's now, here's a, the other thing.
1: here's the movie. other thing. I brought this up in the other podcast, but since it didn't get uploaded, I'll yeah. bring it up here again. I talked about how if justice league does well, and they do a six episode format for that movie and do it like in chapters. And let's say Ben really likes that concept. What if Ben doesn't want to do his Batman take on the screen? What if he wants to continue it with the HBO Max and do like a chapter Batman series with him directing the episodes?
0: Then hopefully what that would mean in that in that case and stuff, hopefully that would mean that he is open to jump back and forth between, you know, have cameos instead of having a full budget movie, which could be the way they score him. You know, saying, hey, this. But the only problem here is if is, he, let's say his budget is a little higher than what they're willing to spend on HBO Max. Because it's not doing well. We'll talk about that when we get to that segment, which is a little bit later on in this podcast. I have a feeling this podcast, by the way, guys, is going to be a little bit longer. Because we have smaller stories. They tend to bring out the more conversational side in both me and my brother. Um, but I I feel like they're going to be like, well, if you want to do this, you're going to have to make a movie because we're not willing to actually pay for you to do
1: this. The only reason I will disagree with you on that is what was, is what Marvel is doing right now. Falcon winter soldier could have easily been a film, but they, but they decided to break it in into eight parts.
0: I get that, but I don't, I think there's some security about Marvel than there is about that. And for, cause we're not announcing, we're not releasing the details on how well any of this shit does or whatever. There's less of a risk of putting sixty million or seventy million in a movie, sitting out the theater, seeing how well it does, you know. To well, actually, they
1: do that with, well, they do that with Ben. I mean, I mean, let's look at his past films. The Town really wasn't on a high budget. Argo really wasn't on a high budget, and his last one that came out, the uh, the Monster one, really wasn't on a low budget.
0: Actually, so better I I mean, thing here to look at. That's a good idea. Is actually to look at his. Return. I think think, before it was like, oh my God, Ben Affleck's getting a movie that's Batman. But now that's not like it's the cool factor of Batman getting a movie again is gone. gone. I don't know how to spell Ben Affleck.
1: You know how to spell Ben?
0: Preferably the uh, Affleck part of that. I got it. But I think based on his box office return, could it be a great um, great thing to, to know? Yeah. Which is how a studio would eventually put a under at it.
1: Yeah. Because, the, because originally when he was going to be planning that Batman film, it was right after BBS came out. The hype around his Batman was real. Suicide Squad's cameo happened. He was really well received in Justice League. Like The hype was real for his movie, but then all this shit happened and he left and Pattinson came on. So The hype around him being Batman in a movie again is gone, but I think if Justice League does well, it'll bring the hype back up to where Warner Bros. would go, wow, everybody really responds to your Batman really well, and you don't want to do a movie version of this. Well, we make some kind of deal where you do cameos for us in movies, but we let you do your Batman story on like, say an $80 million budget between six episodes or eight episodes, ten million per episode for Batman, I guarantee you he would do it. Guarantee you. Because A, well, he gets to fulfill his contract with DC. And B, he 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 finally gets to put his version of Batman to bed if he wants to. Like it can officially be done, not have to worry about it and move on. Like he can come back for cameos like that, but like his version of being a Batman solo film will be done. Like what he's been trying to do, I think. I want it to happen.
0: We will see. Um, Obviously, this is all depending on how well the
1: Snyder Cut does. Yes.
0: Now, before we move on, because we're going to move on here in one second, do you think they're going to release the numbers for the Snyder Cut?
1: I think it'd be dumb of them not to. Because, let's be honest here. Well, I mean, let's be really honest. We'll get to HBO Max in a little bit. Without the announcement of the Snyder Cut, I don't think HBO Max can hold the numbers it has currently. It doesn't have a lot. My, 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 my point I think snyder cut is really holding on a lot of people to hold a subscription and
0: well I i', don't, I we'll talk about it. we'll talk about it I would be very curious to see if they do release the numbers
1: I think it'd be crazy if they didn't
0: so the next developing story in which is developing these are things that develop every day um is the simple fact that originally were supposed to open mid-july equaling tenant and um what was the other one no problem? Mulan—that's what I'm thinking of. We're supposed to come out on time on their new release dates. Tenant never moved, but you know what I mean. Now that's not the case due to everything going on in the world, which we'll talk about a little bit later on this podcast, and coronavirus. We're thinking more mid-August because, in reality, you don't want to put a new release such as Tenant unless every box office chain is equaling people can go. Um, and so, for like, for instance, like New York. Which is a very big has most theaters in all of all of the US, New York and California do, um, particularly LA, theirs don't open till phase four, and they're just now moving into phase one of reopening things. Their theater yeah. stuff is not until phase four. What's the point of releasing something as big as tenant when a huge population of the US, which is a huge money, you know, intake or whatever, can't even yeah. see the movie?
1: So what I, is your opinion on this? I agree. I agree. And this is unfortunately Nolan not letting not talking to his studio correctly because them trying to get this film out in July. We talked about this. I think July was a crazy thing for both films in general. I think this really just officially puts the nail in the coffin for Mulan's theatrical run. At oh, yeah. this point, they are dumb not to put it on VOD and then Disney Plus. They really are. Because they are wasting money now holding it back. It's just release it, hold it for November. Let it be a VOD in November.
0: No, no, it'll get re- – I have a feeling what will happen, because they need money, Disney needs money. We're not talking about how they opened up Disneyland and stuff, because they did. It's not doing very well, but it did. I um,
1: um, opened it for longer to begin with. Huh? I don't think it be much I, I I think this whole reopening bullshit for most like amusement parks theaters right now is stupid. It really, Las really, Vegas. really is. The video for Las Vegas. Oh, Did you crazy. see the whole thing going on in Ohio for Kings Island? No, what? King's Island was gonna sue the state of Ohio because they refused to let them reopen. And then literally a week later, Divine said that we're gonna let amusement parks start and reopen in mid-July, in mid-June. But that's gonna be taken right back because cases are starting to go back up again and they don't want crowds.
0: No, it's gonna come down to economics. We talked about this before. We can't we can't die. Like the the economy cannot die. They're no. willing to kill us for the economy not to die. And that's just the honest truth about
1: what that's what we're talking about.
0: Sorry, we got distracted. Um I think that they'll release it on release date. just PBOD instead. How much? 25 to own 20 to rent. Um,
1: there, there's not going to be an own situation with this one. Oh, yeah.
0: They're definitely going to. There's more money. Oh, supposedly. I don't know. We don't know Scoop's numbers. But I, I'm assuming there's going to be more money into owning. Onward did very well for them for $20 to own.
1: There's a difference, though. Onward got a chance to be in theaters. People who who saw Onward in theaters wanted to own it. Mulan's a whole other situation,
0: but it saved number one for several weeks after people people continued to buy Onward over and over again,
1: and, and then Royal really well in theaters, and and also to Nothing be honest, bad. I think twenty five is a little too low. I think it's going to be a thirty dollar rental. I think thirty will be the rental number, and I think it'll be twenty five. I think it'll be thirty to rent and 25 to own
0: no 30 to own 25 to 20
1: to to rent I'm, I'm reversed
0: no you want the you want the owning price to be more or everybody will buy it nobody will rent it there's no point in putting a renting price on it
1: that's fair yeah so 30 bucks i still think, I think 30, 30 bucks yeah, I can see that.
0: i'm only saying 25 because that's how much um scoob was
1: Do you think people be willing to put $30 down on that movie, though? I do. I truly do. Because people like the
0: idea of paying more money to own something than they are, than they like to pay more money to rent something for $48. I feel so bad for that movie. Oh, so do I. It could be really bad.
1: Yeah, that's the worst part about all this. Like all, All this is going on. You go to watch the film and it was just okay. Yeah. Like New and Mutants. New Mutants, I
0: do believe, will stay in theaters. Okay.
1: I do have Whatever to-
0: floats your boat. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Evan Peters, WandaVision.
1: I have so many theories. I have so many theories. I have so many theories. Quicksilver from X Men: Days of Future Past goes back in time and sees his and sees his future sister from a different universe, and he takes the place of what's his face from Kick Ass, and that becomes a new Quicksilver. And we find out Ian McKellen and Michael Fassbender, the actual Magneto, probably. I have so many theories. Oh. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. My 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 biggest one, my biggest one, and it's the only one that logically makes sense in my head is that Deadpool makes the best joke in the first movie of going, um oh man, uh Stewart or McAvoy, they look the same. What if what now here's a giant what if. I, I doubt this is going to happen. What if Deadpool, for some odd reason, for some odd reason, shows up in WandaVision, for some odd reason, go with me, and we see Evan Peters come in, and he's Quicksilver, and Deadpool goes, that's the same guy, right? The guy who died in Age of Ultron it's the same guy, and just walks off, and instantly makes Evan Peters Quicksilver the Quicksilver that died. But he came back through the time traveling of Days of Future Past. Like he survived. And that little girl we saw in Days of Future Past was Scarlet Witch from the MCU. But due to the future Days of Future Past timeline happening, she ended up with a different Quicksilver in the MCU and he stayed over in the X-Men timeline. You look you look you look tired and you look confused. It's a lot to do. <laughs> I um,
0: I I personally I'm gonna make this super duper easy because ultimately I have a feeling that's the way they're going to go. That's a yeah. little bit too convoluted in my personal opinion, but that's yeah. my personal opinion, is um they're just gonna say he's quicksilver. <laughs> I have a feeling, a very, very strong feeling of that, that a lot of people are gonna be okay with that answer. Do you want to know why is that green? Because not a all lot of people liked Aaron Taylor Johnson in the 12 minutes that he had on screen.
1: No, he, no one did.
0: <laughs> minutes. He did not impress us. Now, Evan Peters, sure we did. But we'll pick up the better question of who else could come if Evan Peters. Also, we just want to put this out there. He could have also just been visiting on set.
1: That happens yes, a sorry, lot. But um to, to 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 what you just said who else could show up with him Ian fucking McKellen as mojito.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Or Michael Fassbender?
0: I hope not. What?
1: Sorry, not sorry. He's great in I, first class.
0: There's four of those movies and you can only say one was good.
1: Days which Past two.
0: That was horrible film.
1: Your experience got ruined. Oh my Jesus! Okay.
0: <laughs> Falconware Soldier. You were told
1: that story on the podcast.
0: No, I can't. Okay, so if you guys don't remember Days of Future Past back in 2014, I want to say is when With, it came or, out.
1: Or, besides Winter Soldier, was the most anticipated film of the year for pretty much everybody. Was Days Future Past.
0: Doesn't matter. Not important to the story. Anyway. It came out Memorial Day weekend. Horrible mm-hmm. weekend to come out for several reasons. But it actually ended up doing pretty well. It's just not a great weekend. It did end up doing pretty well. Me and my mom, we were like, oh, what should we go see? We really liked First Class. It would happen to be like one of our more favorite X-Men films. And we were anticipating, very much anticipating, the sequel. Well, this man, Moral Day Weekend, by the way, if you were curious, is known for one thing. It's almost like Iris Weekend um, or uh, Sherlock or what? what, what is that day? You know, Green or Green. What is that day? Is it day cool? Just
1: with this story Sherlock Day? Really?
0: What is it? Shamrock? I guess it's Shamrock. No,
1: it's St. Patrick's Day. Sherlock Day. Was it day for the detective.
0: There we go. There we go. Well, unlike that one, uh, uh, Memorial Day is known for drinking. A lot of people go out and drink. They get really drunk, and they do stupid things. Well, we have to have a drunk in our movie theory as well. We went... Are we in? I think it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. I don't like seeing. That was back then before I didn't like crowds and stuff, and so we went as an early bird, and we were like, "Oh, it's gonna be fine." So we're sitting there. We we get comfortable. We had our snacks. We had our drink. We're ready for the movie to start. Well, you know, there's only like six people in the theater. The theater itself is quite big, and you know, people talk during live movies. You can't normally hear them. So we thought, and this man who was probably four or five rows above us, he kept shouting a lot of interesting things. These are profanities, and it wasn't like there's a child, so, like, we ignored it. Like, people like to talk during movies, but he was talking at the screen. That was the most alarming part of this whole conversation, is that he was talking at the screen. The movie starts, and um, I don't want to give any spoilers or whatever, but there's a moment in the movie where uh, where, uh, Logan says the F word. Quite famously, it's a very famous line. One
1: of the best lines in
0: the movie. <laughs> well, this man must have already seen this movie. I have to say we probably went on a Sunday. We probably went on the holiday, actually. So probably like a Sunday or something like that. And so the movie had been out for several days. It wasn't like this was just like we were going on a Friday. Well, this man screams at the screen and somebody sitting next to us like two rows down was like, I'm just going to go tell someone that someone seems in talking, you know, in, in uh, what's the word? Imprimicated, whatever, you know, yeah. they're drunk. He stands up, pulls out his pecker, and pisses. And we didn't actually realize that he was pissing um, until probably two-thirds of the way into his pissing because, like, there's a different noise between someone peeing and someone, like, dropping a water bottle and just dripping, <laughs> dripping, dripping. And so it just flowed all the way down. It, like, it was like a, like a waterfall of pee, one would say. And then, after he got done peeing, which was gross and very distracting, he falls down with his pants down the stairs. And there was a lot of stairs. We were pretty high up. The movie theater itself that we went to, Zachary's been to it, is quite big. He fell down all those stairs. He stood up. He smacked the screen. He said, I'm doing just fine, and walked out. And that's my experience with X-Men Days Future Fast. That does not counteract the movie being bad. I've seen it many times past that. I have seen the rogue cut. I've seen every version of this film. And none of them I've enjoyed.
1: It's still my favorite X-Men movie. That's of funny. many continuity, it's my favorite one.
0: I, With that being said, though, I do really, really enjoy the action sequences in Days of Future Past. The way they interlocked everybody's powers I thought was really, really cool. But that does not mean the film was good. So, moving on to more Marvel because come on here, it's here a Marvel or DC day. Falcon and Winter Soldier, mid-season. So, uh, it came out today that they're about six or seven episodes into Falcon Winter Soldier, It is going to be probably twelve episodes or something long, something like that under those lines, which is a lot longer than we originally had planned, or maybe I think it's only eight or eight or something. They are or maybe they're four episodes in. Maybe that's what it was. And so the plan is now to release the four episodes that they have done in August. And do like a mid season cut and release four more episodes in like
1: the winter. Um, so from what I from what i what I understand, when I've read about it, is that so the original plan date for the for for, for, for Papal Winter Soldier is August. And they're still going to try to hold to that release and get and get out these four episodes in August. And hopefully by the time that this stuff starts coming out, they'll they'll be able to put out the other half in the winter, which unfortunately would also push, if they do that, push WandaVision into 2021, if they do that, because they would already have a slot taken up by Falcon Winter Soldier again, which sucks. But I think that also gives them a good reason to put Fal- uh, WandaVision in front of Doctor Strange 2 now, so I think it's all in all good. Plus, they'll also tie in Falcon War Soldier with Black Widow being in theaters still, as long as Black Widow's in theaters by that point, hopefully. Um, so I think it's over and win. We still get the show this year, which I think is awesome because I've been dying. It is my most anticipated show besides Mandalorian. And all the year, Disney
0: Plus is probably going to want to put out new content.
1: Yeah. Disney Plus desperately needs new content. I don't check the app anymore. I don't. I completely what? forgot *Arms Fowl was coming out. What? I completely forgot *Arms Fowl was coming out. So you told me.
0: So did I. I had every. Re- they my they don't
1: have the content. They don't have content in October because we now because Jon Favreau confirmed in an interview uh, earlier this week that *Mandalorian* is going to hit its premiere date in October. So, everybody,
0: um, WandaVision and Falconware Soldier, which we thought, by the way, that WandaVision was even further into post, like, almost everything was filmed. That's also not the case. They're supposed to be started filming in July, and they're supposed to be start filming stateside instead of um, across seas, which was something different. So, I'm curious to see what that will do, That that will change up anything. And us, as a viewer, will notice
1: the difference in between the two. Yeah. But does this make you excited to watch these four episodes coming out in August, maybe? Uh, I, I'm curious.
0: You know, I'm perfectly fine with it. There's a lot of TV shows out there that do half seasons. I mean, am I okay with a streaming service doing half seasons? I don't really know. I'm not really sure. But is it better to get them than not to get
1: them? So here, well, here's the better question. Are they going to put them out weekly? or Are they going to give us all four at once?
0: Uh, they'll put them out weekly trying to get you to come back as much as possible during those four weeks because they're not gonna have enough to um because that's so be all every TV show Wonder Soldier, WandaVision, which is still supposed to be released in December, and then Loki, depending on how far they had just started. So, you know, who really knows? I don't know. I I'm not sure. Um I personally think because it makes me nervous. If WandaVision comes out in December, and let's so say we don't get the half season until like December, like there has to be only within like a month apart of us getting new episodes, or a lot of people mm. are gonna mad. If they can't do that, like you know, actually, I don't, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. The more I talk about it, the more I think about it. I think a lot of people would just get mad. Yeah. Or a lot of people I, are like, okay, make this is the season finale and make the next half the second season, because mm-hmm. they can understand that to be a better answer than just having a, you know what I mean? Cut off. Just being cut off in the middle, which I can get too. And um, from watching a lot of television here lately, I've been watching a lot of television, I would say. A lot of seasons by the final four episodes do feel like a season finale, after a season finale, after a season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I could also see that being the thing where they're like, oh, we're at we season one, this time around. But there's four more episodes and so you'll get a season two. Instead of so mm-hmm. bringing season two, they already have a season two. Which I think would run over better. I think that's probably the better answer.
1: We'll see what happens. Well, I think we'll find out more within the coming weeks what they're going to do.
0: Yeah. And we'll report on it when we know. Yes. So moving on to one of the last stories before we jump over into the bigger story. Because Zachary says he has a lot to say about it. We're gonna talk about HBO Max and how it underperformed. So it did worse than Quibi on first date downloads two weeks ago. And um, also, or a week ago, it was a week ago, two weeks this Friday, or yeah, two weeks this Friday. That's what it is. Sorry, just checking dates in my head. Um, And it did not very do well. Now you have to remember anybody who had HBO Now also carried over which was 8.9 million subscribers already out of the 132 that are subscribed to HBO Go, which is a completely different service that does not offer anything HBO Now would have authored. I don't know. It's really weird. It's confusing. It should have been called a
1: Warner Bros. service. That's where I come in with it, is that they had HBO Go, HBO Now, and now they're adding HBO Max, which is going to be HBO Now, And when you look at the HBO Max app, it does not look like an HBO app. It looks like a Warner media app. I think they completely fucked up on how they're promoting this completely. And the content that came out with it is weird because they're, they, 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 they they, they, they have have a, they have a, they have a tab that says leaving soon. And on that tab, Certain films like Justice League and you know, these other big films, Last Chance. Look at this Titanic, the all three Hobbit films, the two Batman films that they well, two of the Batman films they have, Lego Batman movie, Justice League, Lego movie. All of us, all of these giant films, Elf, um, Shutter Island, you know, all these Teen Titans go to the movies, all these big films that were really like keep this thing afloat. This is the only place you can watch the Hobbit right now. The only place you can watch Hobbit. And it's an and it's a warner media only thing. And they're kicking them off within the first two weeks of it being revealed. The banner for DC is their Justice League crew. And you're gonna kick their film off. What the hell? I'd be kinda pissed. And also their DC app. Oh good God. Batman the animated series, Superman the animated series, Justice League, um, their entire where's the Nolan films, and they're promoting Beware the Batman. You're promoting the wrong content. I just the best tab in this in, the, in this entire thing, honestly, is their um, their, uh, their their their, their uh, TMC uh, tab that has all the the Turner movie classics tab. Is their best tab. They have some of the best classic films on this. That no one knows about. And it's genius. But. They they don't. I don't know what they're trying to promote. Are they trying to promote them being an HBO app? Or are they trying to promote them being a. Warner Media app. And I don't know which one's which. The Cartoon Network app sucks too. Now I can say this though. Their new Looney Tunes show awesome really funny although taking away ongarfoot shotgun is a sin and they should know that um but no this is this is terrible the their, their, their lineup on here is terrible Ugh.
0: we should put that on the list of movies we should watch
1: do we have to it's so bad I know. That's on your t- that's on your list now, Jake.
0: Continue talking, Zachary. I'm just showcasing the app.
1: <laughs> um, also, the other really good one on here is Studio Ghibli. Having all those Studio Ghibli movies on here is a huge get for them. Uh, I am now watching Rick and Morty for the first time because of this uh, app, and I love I love that for that. Rick and Morty is now one of my favorite shows. It's really really strong. But the but the Studio Ghibli. This is what really got me for HBO Max, because I'm watching Princess Mononoke with a friend right now, and I just started Howl of Castle by myself. These are some of the best animated movies I've ever seen, and they're more mature than I thought they were going to be. However, here's the other big thing. They have X-Men Dark Phoenix on here. That's not an HBO property or, H- or WarnerMedia property. You have to understand,
0: you have to remember, before yeah jump down their throat to have this, and for the coming soon, they have not very, like I said, this should have been a direct Warner Media. I have a feeling what they did, what they realized, same thing with Disney+, Plus, is that Disney sold out a lot of their content when they didn't have a streaming service hbo because it was not a actual streaming service because hbo is a tv provider it's not a streaming service now it is but it wasn't beforehand they also sold out a lot of their content equaling why batman robin could be leaving and all these movies that you're like why are they leaving these could be the reasons why it's because they have contracts somewhere else that they have to go fulfill or they can get sued x-men dark phoenix however was put on here through hbo like the actual app that you can get on your television on Amazon or whatever. And that's where the problem lies is that they should not be connected or they could be. Like it. It's not through the way they are. It's confusing. And I like
1: the fact that the HBO films are coming from HBO have HBO underneath them. Like it's not like they're hiding the fact they're from HBO they're, they're showing that. It, that's awesome too. I mean, that's the only streaming service to have all eight Harry Potter films, but Harry Potter Harry now Potter, you don't own Harry Potter. Huh? At this point. If you don't own Harry Potter at this point, you don't own Harry Potter. At this well, point I just
0: have mixed opinions on Harry Potter just because of the uh, just
1: because of J.K. Rowling. It because even though she's very complicated. We only gave it I love I can separate her books from the movies and so therefore I can still enjoy the films. Um That is the best show on HBO Max. I'll take it to my grave. (laughs) The Not So Late Show Uh with It's the best one on HBO Max, and I'll take it to the grave. (laughs) They nailed that. But they have so many good movies on here, and they're not promoting them at all, and it's weird.
0: Just a keep look around, just for everybody to, uh, to see and things.
1: Because it's not because they have a really, really, really good category on here. They really really do. I just wish they knew how to promote it correctly.
0: Yeah, I don't like okay, for instance, so this is what HBO Max looks like, guys. Now good enough. Um by the way, my opinion on HBO Max is I do think it has potential to be my favorite streaming service as my favorite content or will get my favorite content. HBO is my my baby. I, I love Warner Brothers content. I just have always it's been my favorite. Like compared to like versus Warner Brothers versus like DC and stuff. I think Warner Brothers puts out more grittier and more you know darker content, which is why I would say at this moment, even though it's it's a it's a whole good jungle of a mess, which it is, I still think HBO Max at this moment is a better streaming service than Disney Plus because Disney Plus is the same thing. It's it's. You know, there's some darker things on here, but you're basically watching the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's one brand, and I like the fact, even though we just talked about it, it is a mess. They need to figure out how to to make that mess seem more focused, I guess. But I do like how there's so many different things on HBO Max. Where oh, River wanted to watch something, we can turn on Looney Tunes. But if I want to watch something, I can turn on something adult. That's Radar.
1: That's it's my in a way. Yeah. River got Looney Tunes, and you got Friends in that scenario. Whereas on Disney Plus, it's more of, um, I want to go watch Avengers Endgame, and River got the entire app.
0: Like, yeah, Avengers Endgame is probably the
1: scariest thing that's on here. Which is sad because it's what not that, is that scary. I mean, I mean, look at your continuing watching. Look at your continuing watching. You have on there BR Chef Hannah Montana and Out. Now go look at your continuing watching over on HBO Max.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. It's sent out a code to a lot of people, so my, my computer thinks that's where I want to go.
1: <laughs> but look at your continuing watching over here on Max. You have Friends, right. Ex-Dark <laughs> Phoenix, Batwoman, Batman and Robin, and Nancy Drew. That is more of a versatile continue watching than what the three you have are on Disney+. By and the way, if I, that- I really love Batman and Robin. I'm just putting it out there. It's his continue watching.
0: Putting it out. Um, I want everybody, and I mean truly right now, before you think about doing anything else, and need you to go look up Batman showing off his card uh, his- <laughs> Because I know what you're thinking to yourself. You don't believe that. No, he did buy Poison Ivy. Yep, that's a thing. <laughs> and you need to see it. It's an experience. <laughs> really?
1: And that's my and opinion. Then, and then that. Mr. Freeze's ultimate jump from one area to another.
0: <laughs> There's a lot going on in that scene. Just like that. But also, like, HBO Max, I think a problem with HBO Max compared to Disney Plus is that HBO Max launched a different streaming service for DC, and all this stuff should
1: be over here. So here, here, here's my aggravating thing. So I looked into this. So remember I told you a couple days ago I tried to go watch The Batman, and I couldn't because they wanted another subscription on the DC Ultimate thing? You want to know why? Because we're getting ready to move all this stuff to HBO Max. And so in order to watch it, you have to buy that subscription. So go click on it real quick. We can't watch it. Just to let you know. Watch with premium.
0: All right, Let me click on. Let's go. Oh, no. Probably. Hardly- I'm just so oh yeah. There's the play button. There we are.
1: The reason it'll work is it's a DC.
0: Oh no, I don't
1: have. We don't have it. Didn't charge oh. me.
0: Yep, can't complain, Zachary.
1: Never mind. It wasn't me. It wasn't the app.
0: I'll take care of that because I we're gonna be reacting to her. I'm gonna be reacting to Harvey here in the next few days. So the we'll get it again. I'll text you. But I shouldn't have to pay for two streaming services. No, you <laughs> shouldn't.
1: Oh God. If Doom Patrol is on HBO Max on June 25th, that's when the majority of DC Universe come over on HBO Max. Honestly, because it's just you're you're, you're milking your customers for Dougal's amount of money, and I, it'd be it'd be like if Disney Plus was a streaming service, and then Marvel had a streaming service, and Star Wars had a streaming service. That'd be that be that'd be taking away money from multiple people.
0: Much better. Yes. Much, bigger.
1: but then and then you just brought Netflix, they have Arrow, Flash, Superwoman. She's in here, yeah. Super, they have, they have Supernatural, they have Scooby Doo, Where Are You, What's New Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo Incorporated. They have all of these things that could be on HBO Max for prime entertainment, and they're on Netflix.
0: But once again, it's because of contracts, they can't do anything about that. Sadly, did
1: you, did you see how much Netflix made a big ship out of them getting Scooby Doo? It's a huge gift for them. They took it from HBO Max. No, no, that I'm, I'm more talking
0: about like Super Supergirl and um, those type of things. Those are under contract.
1: They're oh, not coming back. Little thing, tiny little thing. Uh, Daredevil. Uh, was rights go back to Marvel at the end of November. So there's a good chance we could see Daredevil show up on Disney Plus in November. I've heard. Which means Daredevil could show up more often somewhere. Yay.
0: It's very interesting to be honest with you. We're not Zachary, exactly, because we are here to talk about the streaming services, I have few for you to rank. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. So I'm going to only ask you to rank ones you have used. All right? Okay. okay. There is another one. I can't show you. It's over there. And that is Apple Plus. But you have yet to even see Apple Plus. So I'm not going to ask you to rank something you don't even know what it looks like. Thank all you. All right? So, we're going to be ranking Netflix,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Hulu, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and HBO Max. We're not ranking DC Universe
1: because what I don't Amazon believe it. Huh? What about Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Prime Video.
0: five. Yeah,
1: buy- okay. So, we're going to start from my thumb and go to my pinky-peekily number one. So, number five and... I hate this because I'm paying the most money for it is Disney Plus. It's it lacks content. I only go there for one thing now, and that's endgame. And whenever they put out new content, I'm not kidding. I only watch Disney Plus now for Endgame. I know I own own it. it. I know. It's easier to get to. Um and go to the Prime app, I'm confused. it, It just it's just for me. Um, but no, and uh they keep promising content and then they don't put it out. Uh uh number four would be Hulu. I don't use Hulu a lot, um, but when I do use it, um I feel like I'm cheating on my spectrum because I have live TV and stuff that I don't need Hulu to use currently. Um and to be honest, most of the stuff on Hulu is going to be is going to be going to other streaming services anyway. So it really doesn't bother me as much. Number three would be HBO Max, um, HBO Max. I think their opening candidacy on the streaming service is strong. They came out with a bunch of really good original stuff. I got my Batman fix. I got my um, DC fix. I got my old movie fix on that, which I thought was really, really good. So overall, HBO Max is there. Well, it'll get better. I know it will. Number two is uh, Amazon Prime Video. I think of all five of them, is the widest range of film that you can find. There is not one thing that's not on there from any company, but they also are under a really, really, really big umbrella when it comes to their subscription, which is $100 a year. And no I thought it was $100 a year. It's cheaper. $80 now. Well, then it's the same price as Disney Plus, then for a year. And um, you know that's a lot to ask for for a year, and so you're you, you're you're really taking that bet on that year of whether it's going to be good. But uh, number one,
0: Amazon oh. is also for sorry. Continue. I'll talk about when I. My.
1: And my number one is Netflix. It has not let me down in the however many years we've had it. I can go there and watch Dave Chappelle, Avatar: Last Airbender. Scooby-Doo and Netflix originals and still have 30 dozen pieces of content to go watch. That I've never seen before with both with all with um, HBO max Disney plus and well, mainly those two. I've seen everything that they got with Netflix. There's always something I've never seen before. There, there, there's a slight chance. I've never seen something on Netflix. And also they put out original television. Once a month, there's not one month where there's not something new coming out from Netflix. Whereas every with
0: Friday there's new original, it was continuation or whatever. It's every Friday,
1: something you can new. Count on Netflix, with through. Disney Plus, with Disney Plus and HBO Max, and even Amazon Prime, they wait six to seven months to release the next season of anything. Whereas with H- with with Netflix, I got through seven parts of Voltron over four months. I'm still waiting a full year almost now for Mandalorian season two. I think that's kind of crazy. Um, but no, Netflix continues to be number one and they continuously give me really, really good content. I'm a comedy guy. Stand up is my favorite thing. And they have the best selection of stand up, I think on any platform. So that's mine.
0: Mine. Boo. It's interesting. I think Disney plus, I don't ever use it. Um, I use it to watch things. With like, maybe me and Peyton want to watch something stupid or whatever. We will turn on that or River. You know, we do use a lot because of River. So I mean, you are getting your money's worth with River, um, and we'll probably pay for it for another year. So you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then I go Amazon Prime. I don't use it very often. Here as much as lately. If I use Amazon Prime like video, it's mostly like if I'm watching something on Stars, I tend to use it like as a cable provider and add you know one of my channel subscriptions. Um, I do think the price is justified because you do get Prime shipping, and that is a huge thing. And I, so I do believe the price is justified for that because most people don't even know they're getting Amazon Prime Video with Amazon Prime. Because you just think you're getting, you're paying for two day free shipping, which is a great deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a lot of money you're not spending. Um, and then I would go. What? I, oh, oh no. You know what? It's probably Hulu, and then Amazon Prime, because I use Amazon Prime a lot more than I use Hulu. I use Hulu when I have a TV show I'm currently watching weekly. Then I'll get on there every week at a certain time and watch it. Grey's me, I did that. So his extraordinary playlist. I watched those weekly as they aired, and I could not have done that without Hulu. And so I am grateful to have it, but you know, it's not something I need. It's not something I like, it disappeared tomorrow. I'm gonna mm. like cry about. Yeah. Then I go HBO Max. It's new, it's fresh. Um, there is a ton of content on there that I personally have not seen. A lot of movies for me being a cinephile that I can't wait to watch and educate myself on in general and mm. TV shows things that I always said i'm going to watch but now i can watch so i'm very happy with it um and overall like i said i much prefer warner brothers content than disney plus content i also like how it's a little bit more edgier than most Mm. streaming services are which i enjoy and then we have netflix netflix is by far superior is Mm. that because it's been out the longest yeah it has learned it's it's learned what works and what doesn't work it's gone through all you know, the tipulations and stuff. I think that plays a huge factor in it. And personally it shows, it shows great. Like for right mm-hmm. now I'm using it all the freaking time. We'll get to that. And what I have been watching cause I have been watching a lot of
1: Netflix. Mm-hmm.
0: So right. yeah, it, I think it's worth the $15 every month. Yeah. It seems ridiculous. But when you watch 40 episodes of a TV show which I have in the past two days, that's more. Like if I bought those like just individually that's ridiculously amount, expensive amount of money. There's here, so here. much content.
1: I've watched well, probably within this past week alone, 30 hours worth of Dave Chappelle standup with the four specialties out on there. And, and I go to bed to it. That's enough. That, that right there pays for Netflix and how much I'm watching Chappelle. And so that right there, I mean, you're paying for Netflix for how much content you watch. I haven't even watched space force yet, but I know I'm going to watch it eventually.
0: Oh, HBO Max also
1: has Friends, which is just a beauty. You know, I really thought I'd be more excited about that. I've barely watched it.
0: Yeah, but every time you do watch it, you enjoy yourself.
1: Every time. So every your body's time. like,
0: are oh, you not watching more
1: Friends, probably? I know. I can watch Friends after I'm, watching the po- I'm doing the podcast, probably.
0: Well, the problem with Friends is, like, you can't watch it in your room because your PlayStation's out there. And it's not on – HBO Max is not on the Fire Stick bother me. So, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, it's a hurdle, and that's another problem with HBO Max, is nobody knows what they can download it on because there's not a direct list.
1: The, I think it, where HBO Max thrived in its content where it where it flunked and it's it is promotional, it didn't promote itself very well, or where it's gonna be.
0: I personally I would not judge it if it changed
1: names. It should. It really should like keep not the HBO on there, but just call it Warner Media with an, with HBO attached to it. Don't call it HBO Max with Warner attached to it. Those two very different things.
0: No, I would just call
1: it Warner Media and then just keep HBO because it's weird saying Zack Snyder's Justice League is an HBO Max exclusive when it should be Zack Snyder's Justice League is a Warner Media exclusive. There should be a difference in that. Because it, it, then, then it feels like an HBO movie, and it's not an HBO movie. It's no, it's a Warner film. There's a difference.
0: But it is going to be an HBO Max streaming show. So you
1: know what I mean, yeah. though. Uh, Deadwood the movie is an HBO movie. Justice yeah. League is a Warner Brothers film. There's a difference. Yeah, but, in- but Zack Snyder's Justice League is not a Warner Brothers film. It's an we'll AT&T. To
0: Obviously, it's going gonna, it's gonna to open with HBO, Warner Brother. Okay, moving on to Batwoman. Batwoman is a mess. Okay, let's mm-hmm. talk about it. I'm going to read you guys a statement, then Zachary's going to go on a little bit of a rant. And I'm probably not going to very much comment as I'm not there yet. You're not so there yet. I don't, yet.
1: You're I don't not have a woman. lot to say about it. And I'm as not- a respectful person, I will not spoil anything about Batwoman that could infer or refer to this story. Because I love you, and I know you're enjoying the shows. All right. So
0: the creator of um, the showrunner. hes Smart person.
1: Huh? Nothing.
0: (laughs) Smart person showrunner.
1: What? Smart person showrunner.
0: Okay. The showrunner has released two statements, and I'm going to read them both by fadum as what they said. Okay? So we can understand where they're coming from, and then Zachary can trash it. Alright, let's get started. To be honest with you, I did consider the soap opera version of recasting for a hot minute. Because selfishly, we already had a couple of episodes written. Tradition-wise, it would be seamless, uh, she told the person who wrote the article. But upon further reflection, and I think Grey Broanti healthy he make the call. He's like, I think we should just reboot Baloman as a different character. Also, being said... Respect everything that Ruby Rose put into Kate Kane's character. And it also helps the audience because we're not asking him to address the elephant in the room by saying, Oh, where did you get your plastic surgery done? Type of thing, which would be the most soap opery way. But also, by the way, for anybody who does not watch, um, Arrowverse, is just basically a soap opera with action. So, like, I think it would have worked out just fine. Just personal opinion. And as someone who is watching, um, the new character will be Ryan Wilder. She will continue to be an LGBT actress. But the biggest thing out of this is that they're looking for any race. So any color, you know, anybody could play it. It does not have to be a white female, which opens up their name brand that they can go looking for. Um, they cannot, by the way, for anybody who's really hoping for the person from Brooklyn 99, which was the most person who everybody's like, oh, she should totally play her, she is under contract for three more years with Brooklyn 99. She cannot accept the interview at all. That's a shame. A lot of people agree. But with that being said, however, how about you go ahead and tell me why this is the worst idea you have ever heard in your whole entire existence?
1: Okay. So see there mm-hmm. are there there are some there, I can see in their eyes of how they think this would be a good idea. If they don't recast Kate Kane, then there's always a chance for her, for Ruby to come back if she wanted to come back and play Kate, which I think is honestly a good idea because if you watch the show, Ruby got better as the show went on. I feel like this show of any Arrowverse show progressively got better as the show went on. By the end of the season, I was fully committed and ready to continue on with this group. That's why the flash did so well for me. The flash started out slow, no pun intended, but as the show progresses, The story, the mystery just kept going and getting better and better and better by the end. And then season two just hit you like a bane. And so especially with the ending that they give in Batwoman to hear that they're rebooting the show, I feel like takes away from everything. They set up beautiful storylines by the end of the show. And what are they going to do with them now? What are they going Oh, they not just going to throw away the end of that season and just say Bruce Wayne's back in Gotham? Great. And, I mean, what are they going to do with Alice? What are they going to do with Alice now? What are they going to do with her? Um, what are they going to do with Kate's sister? What are they going to do with Kate's stepmom? What are they going to do with Argus? What are they going to do with any of this crap that they set up in this first thing the Batwoman? Just say, oh, it happened a couple days ago. It's over and done with. They just talk about in the background. That takes away from everything. I feel like I invested in something just for it to go away. That's where I'm more, Matt, is that they took away a very good storyline, ending on a great cliffhanger just to go, eh, it happened. It's annoying. And also, Ryan Wilder, Cassandra Cain, Barbara Gordon, yep. um, Batwoman, Batman, and... hey, I'm not done. Batwoman, Batman is the child's daughter. Any three of these people, easily, easily.
0: Much prefer a new character.
1: I think Cassandra Kane should have been the one we go with. I really, 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 really do. I I, mm, I really do. I think Cassandra would have. Mm, I really think that she would. Now, I love what they're doing with this character of letting it be. You know, literally anybody can play her, and I love that. How they're going to tie it in to what's going on currently in the Arrowverse? How they're going to explain this with, with, with within the verse, and also. It's a random thing now. It feels like, feel like the Kate Kane story that happened between her introduction and the first crossover, Christ is on Earth, and her season were just a blimp on...
0: If Kate Kane's story is an Owsworld story...
1: Then what was the point? What was the point of setting up <laughs> Bruce Wayne? I know, but what, if, that, if that was the case, though, what was the point of all of it then? What was the point?
0: I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it yet.
1: It feels like a, a a front on the fans who actually got behind what the show was and saying, you know what? We know what you guys liked, but we don't want to do the whole soap opera thing of recasting. Like you said before I started talking, the Arrowverse is a soap opera all in on its own. It wouldn't have been weird. They've done it before. It's well, the, the person
0: world. who wrote the article for Forbes is a is for this this change. They didn't really like um, Ruby Roses, and again, and they didn't I, want to see
1: her again. I I think that's also the big thing. This is also my opinion. I really liked Ruby by the end of the season. I think she ended really strong. So therefore, I am more hurt about this because they're literally just throwing away a great story. Now, I could be wrong, and the whole thing with. The end of the season could continue on in some way, shape, or form or capacity within this new version now, of one.
0: What happens if, whatever happens, okay? Let's say the first episode, a bad woman for season two, because they don't kill her off. They could kill her off. It's a very big possibility they could. They had a very bad, some of what we have heard, like Fallout. They both did not agree on a lot of stuff. Ruby Rose had a lot of problems. Was a pretty big problem for the TV show. This was a very big understanding of like... She needs to leave type of thing. Kind of hard to work with. So they could kill her off in spite of the fact... That she was hard to work with. You know, Ending that chance of ever coming back. I think that's a stupid idea. Personally leave it open. But what happens at the first episode... Instead of just jumping right into this new character... Ryan Wilder. um, They have two options here. They could always... Do a whole, like, I guess what they do in every episode where they show the paths, but make that whole episode, the whole first episode, be how she got to be Batwoman. I think that's horrible. I don't like that idea. Personally, I would say bring Ruby Rose back. Tell her, hey, you can come back for this one episode, less hours, whole nine yards, and you're going to introduce this new character. Explain to the audience why you have to leave, why it's just not working out. What say it's hurting Maybe. you. Let's say you cannot handle it. Type of thing no, and move your ankle.
1: The only the only way I could I, I would be okay if she came back and said why she had to leave because she went because she went to go look for Bruce, like she like, we like went to go look for Bruce. And for me, that w- I would feel okay with going. Okay, so Kate's gone. We now know why Kate's gone. It makes sense. So therefore, Ryan can still stay with Luke. You know, we can still continue on with the Alice stuff, and you know, the That's other thing here. going on. You know, they can continue on with, 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 what's with thing? What's, what's um, the other thing? You're I mean, not you even mean, close to where I can tell you that.
0: You mean the H-U-S-H thing going on that I already know about, that I told you
1: about? Wow, Jake, way to blatantly pop that out while I was trying to not say it for everybody, not just you. I did sp- I spelled it. People know what you said. <laughs> I spelled it. It's his fault. But, um... Maybe they can continue on with that thing now, if that's the case. I just feel like if they do, it, w- it would have been more impactful seeing Kate react to Bruce and Gotham for some reason. But if Kate goes, listen, I know Bruce is not here and I-, I need to go find him. I need to go make sure he's okay. And I need to bring him home. And maybe at the end of season two, Ruby comes back with Bruce. And maybe, maybe, maybe by the end of season two, Berlancy and her have sat down. She realized... Oh,
0: I, d- on screen. Not on, on screen, screen, but on screen. She agrees. I don't want to come back. I'm over this. We'll bring back in Bruce and you kill me. Making him have to come back into the TV show because you know, just uh, Superman Lois is a perfect example. Making him having to come back in the TV show and avenge her death. With this brand new character. That you spent 24 episodes. 23 episodes. Because Arrowverse cannot make a 4th episode. My Jesus. It's pissing me off. I will get into it later. But. It's here make the 22 or make the 24. What the fuck is the 3rd episode? No one wants it. Go away you stupid little bitch. My point being. Here. But you get to experience those 23 episodes. With Ryan Minor And fall in love with her. And realize that she's even better. Maybe. Possibly. Better. Then Kane, or whatever, then you know, and then they bring her in, and they're like, Oh my god, it's it's you, and then oh god, she's dead, and
1: you know, whole thing could be but interesting. Then, but, then, but then that would set Bruce on a path of going off of his code, and I don't want that to be the
0: case. I like dark characters,
1: Batman's dark character, but he also has a code, does
0: he? Batman versus yeah. Superman,
1: is there a code there, Zachary? Is there a code? No. I, I can explain to you why his code's gone and it makes sense.
0: What I'm saying is I that it,
1: he can of go off the edge.
0: Also, if the Batman that we see in Crisis, which I should not have seen, but I did, if that's the same Batman that will end up being the Batman that she knows, I think he's already on the pathway.
1: I think we're already headed to that direction. Maybe Kate's death is what pushes him. See? Perfect. Perfect. She's dead. It never makes sense. But All then, right. but then yeah. Kevin Conroy is a dick Batman. I don't want that to be the case.
0: Kevin Conroy was a dick Batman. That is the case. Get over it. No. So, before we move on to what we've been watching, and shit do I tell you, we have a lot. I want to very quickly take you this time to be. the Black Lives Matter movement that is going on currently across the world. Um, I because this is a podcast in the video description of this video. If you're watching it on YouTube, there is a card and several other petitions that I'm linking that I've been linking in several different other places. I keep trying to change them up, whatever of ways you can help. I know not everybody can donate. We're going through a pandemic. I mean, our bank accounts are kind of lower than normal. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now, but if you just take the time, spend 30 seconds signing any of the petitions that I link down below. Um, if you're on the podcast, go over to our YouTube channel, it that way go on to my twitter it's Jacob is here yt whatever you want to do i share them all the freaking time it's the best way you can do to get the note out send emails to police people um to mayors and things to try to help change what is going on in the world right now because it is just absolutely horrendous and horrible and it needs to change and this is the only way in history that has been shown that will change and we live in a group in a society of our my generation in particular, because my generation is different than my brother's generation. We in particular are really trying to put our voices out there, telling people this is wrong. And I just want to continue telling people that this is wrong. If you have a problem with me saying this, I don't want you on my channel. It might be different from what my brother. I personally don't want you. I support this strongly, and, and I don't want you here because it goes into a whole bunch of other things that I'm assuming mm-hmm.
1: you any and i mean this guys any negative comments on this section because we talked about this you will instantly be blocked and you will not be allowed back on the channel well i can't block you from the channel
0: i'm just going to delete your comment sorry youtube has rules
1: but i'm going to try my hardest. yeah because um we're going to take that shit this is important and like you said we know everybody can't donate but go sign petitions you know let your voice be heard This is a this is an important thing going on, not just in our country, but in the entire world. This is a global thing now. And if that doesn't show you how big this is, then clearly you're just keeping your head underneath the rock or you're being a belligerent idiot. And you really, really, really need to look at what's going on in the world because it's not just the coronavirus anymore. It's us. And we need to take care of We need to take care of each other.
0: With that being said, I just want to very quickly mention it so you guys understand that down below, there's a whole website you can go to that I'm linking that has several different places you can go. But then, of course, there is bigger stuff um, and things like that. I just want to very quickly mention it before we jump into what we've been watching. And so let's jump into what we have been watching, a much more light-hearted kind of tone type of thing.
1: I just yeah, wanted to- came over this weekend, and I watched a lot of movies because of it. <laughs> And also, we want to mention. I think this is a perfect
0: place. Just Mercy. It's free. There's a lot of movies that are cheaper or free that help support the Black community and things. And just for instance, we do plan on watching Just Mercy as a live commentary at some point during this month. We're still trying to figure out a date. Once we do have a date, I'll make it post it, and you guys can go ahead and put a reminder on things. And we'll keep talking about it as we get closer in the podcast. Um, we decided to first. Before Sonic, because Sonic everything. will
1: still happen. We just don't yes. know when it's gonna happen now.
0: Yes, I w- we would much rather do this. What it's about, everything else. We just think it's much more appropriate. And honestly, we really were looking forward to the movie.
1: You know, I've been looking forward to since they announced it back, but we know we just didn't have unfortunate time to go see it because everything. off. Yes. So
0: just to give everybody a heads up, that's our next movie commentary. will be just Mercy, and anybody can watch it because it's free, and any place you can rent a movie. All right, moving on to what we actually have been watching, though. Zachary, do you want to go first? I have a long list.
1: So do I, because after you left, I just continued. Um, So I watched, like, what, seven movies with you while you were here? Seven? Shit, oh, I totally forgot about all those movies that we had to talk about.
0: Yeah, we watched a lot of movies.
1: So I have, I have really sat on it, and I can really tell you what my favorite film we watched while you were here is. I can really tell you. And it's going to shock you because you're going to think it's one, but it's it's another one completely. My favorite movie that we watched together was the one without is, – is one without dad. It was uh-huh. just – Ready or not? Oh, yeah. We did watch that. I fucking love that movie. It's spontaneous. It's weird. It's got some of the best deaths of maids I've ever seen. It's just, it's a brilliant, like really fucked up version of Clue, and I love it to death. <laughs> um, but my second favorite was uh I now think is a masterpiece of a film because of how much I'm still thinking about it, and that's American Psycho. That is a beautifully, beautiful, fucking gorgeous film of nothing of layers and layers of detail. And oh my god, I just can't stop thinking about it. Um, uh, over the last night, I watched another two movies. I watched, um, both TMNT number one from the nineties and TMNT two: secret of the Us. And I can tell you as a turtle fan, the first movie is the most underrated film. I think of all time. It is, it has got one of the best. It has got one of the best scripts for a kid's movie I've ever heard about. I ever, I've ever listened to. Um, the themes in this film are dark. They're mature. And they were definitely ahead of their time when it comes to a kid's film. The puppeteering mastery from Jim Henson cannot be understated. Those suits are incredible. But the best thing about this film, the best thing about this movie is the Splinter-Raphael relationship. You see this kid. He's a kid in this movie. I think people always forget. They're not adults. They're teenagers. There's a difference. This kid is neglected. He is a loner. He doesn't like dealing with his problems. And the only person that gets him is his subsequent father who found him buried in trash in the sewer. And he is nothing but rage. And... It embodies me a little bit. That's why I like Raph so much. I'm an angry person. I hide it very well. And seeing Raph, you know, be around his brothers and his dad brings out the better in him, and it really shows. So the the best moment of the movie is also the saddest moment of the film. It's when they come home after being with April. Their house is destroyed, and Splinter is gone. Not Leo, not Mikey, not Donnie, but Raph just screams in agony because her father was taken. And it's just, it's a beautiful film. I didn't realize how good this movie was until I watched it last night. It really, 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 really is one of the better live-action cartoon movies out there. And if you've never seen the 1990s UMG movie, I highly recommend it. It's also the only film where you see Leo actually cut people with a katana. After that movie, he only uses sticks. He never uses a sword again is a mature film it's one of the it's a funnier movie the language is crazy in that movie i forgot how many times they said the word damn in that movie it's crazy um and then let's see what else uh i finished all season one of the Looney tunes cartoons really really funny um we also watched the invisible man i thought it was okay we watched the hunt which is a fucking crazy film if you've never seen the hunt go watch the hunt Um, we watched The Lodge, which was a boring religion-esque film that was just okay. Um, and let's see. Oh, and we watched Friends while you were here, and there's nothing wrong with that. So uh, yeah, I've watched watched a lot over the past couple of days, and I I love it. I love the fact that I've been back and watching movies again. I I've missed it. Thanks to you, buddy.
0: Is there, is there anything else?
1: No, that's it. Oh, and Batwoman. You
0: are, are you, are you, not, we, we did watch Batwoman. Okay, because I totally forgot we watched movies and stuff. I just went through and I just put a whole bunch of ones on June 1st because I didn't, we didn't watch them on June 1st but it's close enough and so I just put a whole bunch of them. So, and I'm just going to run through them real fast on the movies that I've watched. Most of them are the same exactly as, as Zachary's, um, since we watched a lot of them together. But I'll run through them again, and I'll tell you guys my star ratings and stuff like that. So I watched Need for Speed, which was a three-star film. It was okay, not great. I, I do enjoy it though. It's it's such a nice, like little, quite like, guilty pleasure. Ready or Not, which is a four and a half star film. It's a beautiful, beautiful. The ending is just so. Oh, the ending older lady.
1: My reaction. So my favorite, react, uh, you watching me react at the end of that movie is my favorite thing.
0: Ursula, her facial expressions, the car. <laughs> we <laughs> also watched American Psycho, which I gave five stars, which I've already seen before. It's one of my favorite films of all time, um, or it's up there in one of my favorite films. I really need to make that list. We should really do a video on that. Our favorite films yeah. of all time. It's gonna be so hard, but I think we should make a certified list. Yeah. I agree. And then we also watched The Hunt, which is, this is like my fifth or sixth time watching The Hunt. Still love it as much as I did oh, the good. first like five times. And This Old Man, I have to say, was not as good as it was in theaters because it takes away the shock value of the first time you see it. And also, when you watch it at home, you have people, not gonna name who, picking it apart while you watch the movie. And um, it ruins it. So, I'm yeah. sorry. Then we watched The Invisible Man, which I gave three and a half stars. I'm not The Invisible Man. The Lodge, which I gave three and a half stars. Zachary said, it's a religious horror film that wasn't really a horror film. It's much more suspensey. I guess had some very interesting moments in it, very shocking and certain agree. parts, which was fine. Um, then we watched Inheritance. Do you
1: remember that one? The Simon Bag one. Which one? The Simon Pegg one? Oh wait, yeah, I did. Yeah, that was good. That 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 the ending is crazy. The rest of the film was kind of boring.
0: I gave it two and a half stars. I was really disappointed. At so much more potential, like the, the beginning and things. It reminded me of some of my favorite thriller novels that I've like I've read things, and I was like, "Oh, is this what we're gonna do?" And then it just kind of dragged for like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, and
1: we hated I hated the ending. We hated the ending because of what because of, how they do the ending
0: it was just really annoying and very cliche so then I watched Charlie's Angels which I gave three and a half stars this is the new one 2019 version I really, really like it still recommend it very much I still a very good film then me and my dad also watched Malevolent which is a horror film that's on Netflix with Warren Pugh for the reason why I watched it and it has a very disturbing scene in it that I still think about to this day and it's two and a half stars since I don't recommend since it was pretty bad. But the torture in it, torture was good. Movie itself, pretty bad. Oh, also, for, forgot I've been watching a little bit of television. Oh, Love Birds. Oh shit, we also watched Love Birds. I knew I forgot one. That's a great movie. We watched movie. a lot of movies.
1: Love Birds was great hilarious. Movie.
0: I'm so sad to see it fall out of the top 10 for Netflix already.
1: It's such a good movie. Not enough people. Walk over. Really go watch it.
0: It's like a three and a half. It's just like a good movie. Like, it's funny. You enjoy your time. It's not huge. It's not big. But everybody in the movie is so good. And especially right now with everything going on, the leans, And, you know, it's not a white, which is – refreshing as well especially because this was simply a film it was just so good it was just so good
1: it's Great. legit one of my favorite netflix originals i've put out so far i love that movie to death it's really really funny
0: thank you paramount
1: yes thank you now get into your arrow stuff
0: all so i've watched a little bit of television since the last time i saw you i watched the entire first season of Shits creek um and the first episode of said- second season. I'm currently waiting. I think I might watch it with Dad. Dad could have continued, but I'll have to wait and talk to him about it. But yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. I hated the first few episodes, but you gotta get past it. It's a great sitcom, and if you're in the mood for something kind of light and funny and just like having a good old time, it's on Netflix. Recommend. But let's get into the, the behemoth of what I'm currently going through, and I'll rank them by season, by the way, since I have completed two and working through individuals i had started watching the arrowverse which i don't recommend to anybody who wants to start watching only because it gets so fucking complicated that like i don't know how i'm gonna watch this i've officially gone down the route of i'm gonna watch them back to back except for supergirl season one i'm gonna watch that by itself in legend season one everything going forward though i'm gonna watch them as they aired, like how they aired on cw and go back and forth between the tv shows because it just gets so confusing guys so confusing, which I don't recommend, but either way, I have watched season one of Arrow, which I thought was so good, everybody was telling me how bad it was, everybody was like, it's not that great, wait, wait, it gets better, and then it gets horrible, so yeah, Um, and I have some opinions on that as well, but season one, I thought was great, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed every episode that I watched, I skipped the first, like, seven or something, because I'd already seen them, and I'm you know, was trying to build momentum. Season two, I'd already seen most of it, at least the last, like, eight or nine episodes of season two, I'd already seen. And I have to say, I didn't really like it. I thought it was good. I enjoyed most of the storylines in it, I have to say. But, because I know where some of these characters are going, just because I know spoilers, then the potential they have, I thought they were uh, let down. I did like the bigger budget. I did like the idea of having, but my gosh, I do feel bad for Air after watching the first few episodes of Flash. They do not have to flash budget and they deserve it. They fucking do, but they don't. And it it's sad. But it that being it. said, with that being said, I've seen the first seven episodes of Aero Season 3. And by the way, I've watched all this stuff in like the like like past like four or five days. It's been real soon. <laughs> is that right? When I came when did I come home?
1: You came home. Tuesday? Yeah. No, Monday.
0: Monday. It was Monday. And I started watching them Monday. So, been like a week? Almost a week? Tomorrow will be a week. I watch all, all this. And then, okay, so so then I was told to go over to The Flash. And so I've seen the first six episodes of The Flash, and I think overall, very well done. I do want to talk to Zachary some spoilery stuff, but I can't talk about it here because it's spoilery and stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that's all I can say about that right
1: now. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. At this point, no nope, Sorry. why? Nope. Zachary, do you want to say the outro? If you guys want to like, rate, subscribe to this YouTube channel, let us know how we're all doing on this show. We really appreciate you. Let, let us know in your comments how you're supporting yourself and your family and everything going on currently in the world. Let us know what you're currently watching, and we will also see you guys in the next podcast. Also, with our commentary for Just Mercy, which we will give you early state for relatively soon. Also, if you're listening to us on the streamies, go ahead and like, rate, and subscribe over there on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to give us a follow on Spotify and all that fun stuff for everybody else to find on podcasts. Outro music.
0: Ting.